Hello, and welcome to Some of the Answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you find a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week, we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. So join us as we share our thoughts, ideas, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. Welcome back to Some of the Answers. It's been a while. Uh, In fact, it's been over 18 months. Just for fun, when I decided that it was time to record a podcast, I thought I'd go back and listen to the last episode that we left you with. Uh, I believe it was season one, episode nine. So we're going to call this season two, episode one. That last podcast was recorded not only about 10 days after the United States began to go into various stages of pandemic lockdown in March of 2020, but it was also recorded on the day of the Salt Lake City earthquake. Um, Off the top of my head, I believe it was about a 5.4 or maybe even a 5.7 earthquake. Uh, It literally rocked our worlds and uh, it made life very interesting. Uh, I talked in that episode about the illusion of stability that we were all so clear was no longer a part of the landscape of our lives. With all of the changes that March of 2020 brought, having an earthquake literally shake us, at least those of us who are local here, um, it was a rough time. It was a really rough time. I personally suffered from an immense amount of what's called earthquake anxiety, which I learned was a real thing one day as I was doom scrolling on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, it's it's caused by the, you know, the the unpredictability of the world of earthquakes, of having your life and your world literally shaken up, and just the reality of not knowing not knowing what's going to happen next. I know everyone in our world, literally everyone on our planet who is conscious has had experiences of not knowing over the last year and a half. And that's why I decided it was really time to dig back in and start this podcast back up. You know, the name of our podcast is Some of the Answers and our tagline is the little joke about we don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. And it's really true. Uh, No one has all of the answers to anything, but uh, we do have a few answers. You know, we have some advice we can give. We have some good directions we can set people on. And so it just felt like it was time. And so here we are. Now we're doing something a little bit different. And I keep saying we, because my intention is that Jamie will come back and record with me. I'm doing this one solo today. Um, But my intention is that Uh, we get to do that again together. But we're doing things a little bit differently starting this season. I was encouraged to not only do an audio, I'm gonna move that down a little bit. There you can actually see my chin. That was kind of weird having that covered up, right? Uh, But we're also recording video, which is what I'm talking about. So if you're listening to this on um, Spotify or Podbean or iTunes, Uh, You're not going to see the video, but if you're watching us on YouTube or even through our Facebook feed, you get to see my lovely face today. So I'm also noticing I need to invest in some glasses that don't reflect the the light back there so that I don't have to keep moving my face down like this and not having that be an issue. Uh, All the, the fun technological things we get to figure out when we take on new adventures. 
So let's just talk a little bit about what's going on. I've noticed that lately, um, you know, here we are in October of 2021, right? So it's been, what does that make it? 19 months since that shutdown happened, just about. Lately, a lot of people are coming in, um, both new clients and people we've been seeing for a while, and they're saying things like, why am I still not okay? I should be okay now. Or so there's some people who really felt like they were doing just fine for a while and they finally have reached their limits. They're finally at that stage of not being okay. They held things together. They did what they could do for themselves and for their families and they finally reached a wall and they're coming to us and saying, I'm not okay. And so I've been reflecting on that question. Why is it that people are there now? Or why is it that people who thought that they were doing better suddenly aren't? Or why is it that people who've been working really hard, they've been working on their mental health, they've been taking care of themselves, they've allowed other people to take care of them, but they finally just got to a point where they thought they should be okay and they're not. So why is that? And I don't have the answer, <laughs> but I do have a few reflections on it. And the biggest one is that I think a lot of people at this point are saying to themselves, we should be back to normal. Things should be back to the way they were. And I think it's a fallacy, honestly. Um, it's something that's getting people really stuck and it's having people struggle because they feel like things should be back to the way they were. And here's the reality, they're not. The other piece of that reality is they're never going to be. Life is never going to look the way it looked in February of 2020. And you know, that may sound like a big statement to make, but the reality is if you look back on any period of time, your life now doesn't look like it looked a year and a half ago. And your life a year and a half ago doesn't look the way it looked a year and a half before that. And the way it looked then doesn't look the way it looked three years before that. Life is constantly changing. You are constantly changing. Your family is changing. Your children are growing up. You're learning new things. Your job has changed. There's so many different things, so many different ways in which life is constantly changing and evolving. And yet as human beings, we have this desire to get back to what seemed comfortable. Comfortable is the place we all like to get, right? Um, of course, there's that quote about that there's no growth in comfort. There's no growth, growth in the safe places. And like it or not, we've all done a lot of growing over the last year and a half. I know that I have, and I know everyone around me has as well. So that's really the biggest stumbling block I see is that there's this desire to get back to normal. Those were air quotes for those of you that aren't watching this on video. And normal just in the ways that we saw it before just doesn't exist. We also aren't out of this pandemic. That's just a reality. You know, I, I live in Utah and cases here continue to rise. Um, there's a constant underlying stress of what's going to happen. Are we going to have to shut things down again? Are schools going to close? Are businesses going to close? Can we keep up with, can we keep on going in the ways that we're going? Or are we going to have to make drastic changes again? And the answer to that is that no one knows. But the not knowing is a big part of the stress that people are feeling and experiencing. Unfortunately, there's 
nothing to be done about the not knowing <laughs> in a certain sense. Only time will tell all of that, right? Of course, we can all keep taking individual actions, wash your hands, wear a mask, get vaccinated, all of those sorts of things. Um, you know, keep yourself healthy and safe to the extent that you can. But we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And, uh, you know, as human beings, we don't like to not know. We, we want to know what's coming up next. We want to know how things are going to go. And it's unfortunate but true that we can't always know. So that's the first reflection I have is just this constant... Um, desire from people that they want to get back to the way things were and you know knowing I I know that we can't I have to remind myself of this too I'm not I'm not immune to any of this okay so I I deal with the same struggles myself another big piece of it is you know there's certain there's certain changes that people have really embraced I just had um, a friend tell me yesterday that their daughter had a big issue at school and decided to go back to online schooling. And the school was just like, yeah, okay, cool, let's do that. There was no struggle. There was no, oh my gosh, now we have to get an IEP and we have to get the counselors involved. And we have to, it, it was just simply a matter of saying, I'm more comfortable going to school at home. And within a day, they'd switched her over to online learning and she's back at home now. Um, for her daughter, that's the best situation. It's not the best situation for all children. Um, obviously, some people are have been better off being back in school, but for her, that wasn't the case. And it's a great new normal that it was an option for her to just go back, go back to being at home. Similarly, I have many adult clients who um, work in office environments where it's been kind of a whiplash, right? Like in one minute they say, "Okay, we're coming back in to the office." And then they say, well, you only have to come in if you want to come in. And then the next day they say, oh, no, wait, the case count went too high. And so now we're all going to stay at home again. Um, they've been back and forth between working from home and working in offices, some people with more choice than others. So, you know, there's there's flexibility in working from home that a lot of us have found. But that flexibility isn't always available. It doesn't always work for everyone, etc. So, you know, we've had to embrace all these changes and we get to continue to, to do so. But a thing that I've found that seems to be a common theme that I've heard multiple times in the last maybe two months is uh, there's, there's a, a poem in the uh, addiction and recovery world um, that says, grant me the serenity to accept the change I cannot, sorry, accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And what's been coming up over and over with fam family, friends, clients, uh, even my own children have seen, I've seen some of this with them, is they get the accept the things I cannot change part, and then they stop. And the thing I find myself reminding people, and again, including myself, right? I have to remind myself of this. The thing I keep reminding people of over and over again is, once you accept the thing you cannot change, you actually have power. And then the power lies in what's next. So you can accept that what so is, my boss is a really bad boss. He's a horrible boss. I hate working for him. I don't want to work for him anymore. That doesn't mean you need to stay in that job. You can 
complain about your boss to HR. You can go find a different job. You can see about working under someone else inside your company if that's an option, right? So, you know, obviously I'm talking in a very um, hypothetical here, right? So who knows what your specific situation is and what your options would actually be. But the point is coming to acceptance gives you freedom, but it also gives you the space and the opportunity and the power to then choose what's next. You cannot change your boss's behavior. If you are married to a narcissist, you're not going to make them not a narcissist. If you have a child with a, uh, a disease, you can't make the disease go away, right? You have to accept that, okay, I have a child with diabetes. Got that. Now what? Well, let's change their diet so that we can manage the diabetes in a way that has the least amount of impact on them and on the rest of our family. So getting to acceptance does not mean that there's not still actions to take. We have to accept the parts that we can't change and then take the appropriate actions where needed to make life work. And that's the thing that I keep see, seeing missing for with people over and over again. So I'm gonna invite you to do something. Uh, I'm gonna invite you to take a look at your life and see what's an area of life where things really aren't working, where you're struggling, where you feel like you're not okay or things aren't okay or I don't wanna do this anymore. Right? So you can look in every area of your life. You can look in the area of wellness and health. You can look in the area of your finances, with your family, with your job, with your hobbies, with your education, if you're, you know, if you're a student or want to be a student again. Really look at any place in your life where things just don't feel good. And for most of us, it's not hard to come up with a couple of those. But I'm gonna invite you to pick an area of life and come up with three actions that you can take. Actually, you know what, I'm gonna back myself up. I'm gonna ask you to take a look at that area of your life and first of all, look and see what is it that you can't change that needs to be accepted? Where do you need to have acceptance in that area of your life? And then look at what are three actions you need to take to create life looking the way you're committed to it looking. So just to give you a quick example, I was thinking about this for myself, of course. Um, and one of the areas of life that I've struggled with is in my my health and, and my well-being. Um, if you know me, you know that back in December of 2020, I had open heart surgery. Um, it was a, you know, that's like about as invasive as you can get, right? They literally cut your chest open, stop the beating of your heart. In my case, fixed it. Um, I didn't have anything implanted into my body or anything like that. They were able to fix what was going on with my heart and then they stitch you back up. Um, and it was a very excruciating recovery. Uh, it was hard to be, I mean, you know, for several days, literally, you know, I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. I had a catheter, right? I mean, we're talking completely hopeless and helpless. Sorry, I wasn't hopeless. I was actually very hopeful, but I was very helpless as an adult. Um, 
and it was hard. It was hard to depend so much on other people. And it was hard to, you know, the day I got home from the hospital, my sweet husband brought me a cup of tea and he brought it to me in these huge mugs that we have. And the mug was too big and heavy and I couldn't lift it. I had to tell him to go take it and put it in a smaller mug. That was humbling. It was very humbling. There were so many humbling steps of this, right? But uh, over time, of course, I recovered from the surgery. I went through cardiac rehab for about for a little over three months. Um, by my birthday, which is at the end of April, I had uh, walked kind of a walk run. I, I walk and then I do a little sprint run and then I walk some more. Uh, two 5Ks by April. So, you know, things were looking really, really good. And uh, I was feeling a lot better. And boy, I have so much energy than I did before surgery, right? The problem got fixed. Many of the issues have resolved. But what it's felt like is that the universe keeps throwing up challenges. The biggest one recently has been, you know, we've been going through fire season here in Utah and my daily walks became impossible. Um, my lungs, because I've had pneumonia multiple times because of my heart issue, my lungs can't handle being out there breathing in that air. And because I spend most of the days with my eight-year-old when I'm not working, uh, going to the gym was, you know, challenging as well. So I kind of just stopped working out again because... What are you going to do? You got to be able to breathe, right? Um, and, you know, so it's been, that's just sort of like a, a quick snapshot of some of what's been in my way. But those are the things that I've, that I've been struggling with, right? That's kind of the area of life for me is how do I get to remain active? I love moving my body. I love walking. I love running. I love riding my bike. I love hiking. I love all of those sorts of things. And it's been a struggle for me to do it for really, I mean, almost a year and a half now. It was last July that I first started having issues um, caused by my heart. And from that point on, it's, it's, I've really been, you know, it's really been a struggle. So the acceptance, where does acceptance come in? Well, first of all, there was a lot of acceptance along the way during my healing. But right now I can accept that uh, I've done what I've done and I haven't done what I haven't done. And I can't change that. I can accept that I've gained the weight that I've gained because of the choices I've made. I can accept that I really need a new pair of shoes because literally my gym shoes have holes in them and <laughs> uh, it's, it's time for a new pair of shoes so that I can comfortably walk and not hurt myself more. I can accept that. I, you know, I've put the holes in the shoes. Great. I'm proud of the holes in the shoes. I can also accept the limitations of my daily life schedule. I don't have two hours every day to go hiking up the mountains. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of pieces like that where I can just accept that's the reality. That's the reality of the life that I have. And then the next step is I'm going to invite you to take on three actions consistent with what it is that you want to create. So my three actions were actually really simple. Number one, I put going to the gym in my calendar. So it's scheduled out for the next about three weeks right now. Um, and there's going to be a little bit of a schedule change there for me. And then I'll shift things around and I'll make sure that the gym gets to stay in my calendar at that point. Right. But that was my first action was put gym in calendar. Second action was to get back to drinking enough water. I'm clear I haven't been drinking enough water. Uh, I've put a couple things in place to be able to do that, including my happy water bottle that's next to me all the time. Uh, that was a habit that I had for a long time that I dropped. 
and uh, it's a habit that I'm putting back in. So making sure that I'm drinking enough water every day. And the third thing is actually that I don't eat enough food. I often on many days, I get up in the morning, I have my coffee, I come into work, I work for a few hours, I maybe have a little something, you know, probably get a lunch around three o'clock and that's about it. And then I go home and maybe I have popcorn before bed. Um, so I'm working on a few actions to make sure that I get enough food, uh, which is actually, you know, in my case, it's, that's more than one more action, but I have a few things. I have a call scheduled, to, uh, with a friend that, that's going to help me with some of that. Um, I'm doing some meal planning this weekend. That's going to help me with that. So a lot of different things to make sure that I, I eat because really there's no wellness without food. Our bodies need fuel. So I just invite you to look. Look in, look in your own life, look and see where you feel stuck, where you feel like things just are not okay. Uh, look at what you need to accept and look at what is the reality you want to create. Find three actions you can take. They can be simple. They really can be simple. It doesn't have to be run a marathon. It doesn't have to be find a new job. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, start dating again. I mean, I don't know. It's everybody's different, but, and for some of you, those might be the right actions to take, but just look for yourself. Take on three actions that you feel like you can handle. Don't try to take on some big giant project, especially if you're already feeling overwhelmed. Just find three things that you can do to make a difference. Okay. Uh, and I'd love to hear from folks. Let us know. Let us know what area of life you're struggling with, what actions you're going to take. Let us know if there's any way we can support you with those actions. Um, and, you know, just try to try your best to embrace that life does not look the way it looked. It's never going to look that way again. Things are always going to be different, but that's the nature of life. Life on this planet is change. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to uh, Lady Speech, who does amazing tarot card readings. I'm going to put their uh, info in the notes so you can uh, read, watch, whatever it is that you do um, with their podcast. I know they have a TikTok as well. Um, but I, in, I prepared most of this yesterday, and this morning I listened to their New Moon tarot reading that they did last night. And I was just shocked, like, how much of what I had written in my outline was so spot on with the reading they gave last night for the new moon in Libra. So if astrology and tarot reading is your thing, definitely check them out. Um, they are a gender fluid person. So I think I've used both the pronouns they and she, they do accept both. Um, but seriously, check it out. It's, it's a spot on uh, tarot reading of what's going on right now in the world. So Anyway, thank you. We're excited to be back. Hopefully it'll be a wee pretty soon. And in the meantime, be well. And if you've got a question, please ask us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Some of the Answers. To learn more about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, log on to thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's third, T-H-I-R-D-I-E-Y-E, -E, familysolutions.com. Some of the Answers podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. This podcast is the property of Third Eye Family Solutions, copyright 2020, and the music is owned fully by Gabe Schwartz. Join us next time for Some of the Answers.